You're listening to Speaking of Faith with Bishop Dee Dee Duncan Proby of the Episcopal Diocese of Central New York. I'm Rachel Ravelette, or Romcom, and we're glad you're here. Hey, friends, welcome to Speaking of Faith. This is a podcast where the whole focus is learning how to talk about what we believe. I am Dee Dee Duncan Proby. I'm the Bishop in the Episcopal Diocese of Central New York. This is Rachel Ravelat, our Communications Director. And wherever you may be in your faith journey, you are welcome here. You do not have to be Episcopalian or even Christian. This is a podcast that's open for all people of faith to have an opportunity to think about what does our faith mean to us and what do we believe about God and faithfulness. Now, we have been talking about our baptismal covenant in the Christian church. The baptismal covenant in in many hierarchical churches is the rooting of what makes us a Christian, that we have covenanted with this being we know to be God. And our baptismal covenant begins by talking about who this being, this God is with whom we are covenanting. And so in the first episode, we had, do you believe in God the Father? And then we respond, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. And then in our second episode, we talked about, do you believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God? We were, And the people respond, I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. He's busy. (laughs) That was two episodes. That was there's a lot there. (laughs) That was two episodes because there's a lot to unpack there. And then um, today's uh, podcast is going to focus on this third bidding and the third what's called person of the Trinity. Do you believe in God, the Holy Spirit? And we respond, I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. So let's get into it. What does it mean, this Trinitarian formula? In the previous episodes, I've talked about how often we kind of think about God in the Christian church as God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. We talk about three persons in one, but often our theology sort of makes them three persons as if they're distinctly different. But our historic faith is that this is one God, that there is one God active, and these are ways in which we have known or experienced this ground of all being, this God that has created us. One is as the, the ground of all being that has created us. One way is through the, the person of Jesus Christ. And then this final is the Holy Spirit. And it's important to understand that the Son and the Holy Spirit are both aspects or persons or beings of God that are one part of how God has been in the world. And um, it, it is said that The Holy Spirit is the spirited part of God, the breath of God that blows, this breath of God that blows through all creation, 
that moved over the deep in the Hebrew scriptures, and mm-hmm. that Jesus Jesus is the 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 creation, the generation of God being you know brought to earth, uh, being born of a virgin, and in that way. So these ways in which God meets us and invites us into a covenant, a a, vow, a relationship in which we have made vows. God is our God, and we are God's people, and this is how we know that we are. And so about the Holy Spirit, we say several things. Right off the Holy Catholic Church, it confuses everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I thought we were Episcopalians. (laughs) That's right. What are are we talking about? Well, here, Catholic in its truest sense means all. It's Mm -hmm. a lowercase c. You can't see this maybe in the podcast, but it's a lowercase c in our prayer book. And it means all, that we believe that the Holy Church that is all believing in Jesus is Catholic. Um, and then the commission, uh, the communion of the saints. Uh, in our Eucharistic theology, and our Eucharist is a common meal, a communion we have, uh, we believe that the, the Holy Spirit is what brings us together and binds us with all other people of faith. And so we have this wonderful uh, Jewish, it's rooted in our Jewish identity of a way of remembering, which is anamnesis. That's our word of the day. today. I like this word. I like it. And so anamnesis is that, that, that the spirit is moving and present in our midst in a way where we become present with the disciples, with Jesus, and the disciples are present to us. I think for contemporary thinkers, if you think of a Thanksgiving meal, that's probably a great way to sort of get into this idea of remembrance. Every year when we gather at Thanksgiving, there are people who may be missing from the table, people who have died, people who have moved away, and that sense that their physical presence is missing, and yet you feel their spiritual presence with you. You love but see them no longer. That that sense in which you are called back to those Thanksgivings of your childhood and they're still alive in you. And mm-hmm. yet you're having this Thanksgiving today and that those memories inform our Thanksgiving in this present moment. This is really interesting. This is like a like time and space collapse kind of idea. And and it strikes mm-hmm. me that remembering here is is re hyphen membering, bringing back together. Maybe that which was never really separate in the first place, that that's the work of the spirit is to remember, to remind us of this unity. It makes me think about altar rails that are curved. And, uh-huh. and when you come to the altar rail, the people, the, the community of saints completing that circle. Exactly. Um, that's some cool stuff. That's, that that's... It's, it's very powerful. And if you've ever uh, been at a service, whether what you know regardless of the the faith and you have that moment where you can just feel the people who have believed before and then mm. you can kind of feel uh the people who are coming after that all of us are gathered together in this belief that god mm. is present when we are present together yeah. and so that anamnesis that coming together that that there is the spirit that is the communion of the saints that it, it is what brings us together. And sometimes in a service, uh, when everyone's singing is sometimes when I feel it the most, you'll just feel that there may be 50 people singing, but it sounds like a thousand because there's a sense in which these 
hymns have been sung for generations yeah. and all those voices melding together to praise God and to speak of the love of God. And so that wonderful communion of the saints is such a powerful touch point for us to know that God is with us, that God is present with us, that we are not alone. Um, which is, of course, uh, what Jesus says, you know, the, uh, the I will leave you my comforter, that this spirit will be present with you, that you know that you're not off on your own by yourself. Mm. Now we go on. There's so much we could say. This podcast could be. I was going to say, well, there's more? There's <laughs> more. We could go. I mean, this podcast could be long, but we're going to keep going. And so here we have the communion of saints and then the forgiveness of sins. It's an intriguing thing to me that, and I think for good reason, forgiveness of sins is listed here under the spirit, but not under Jesus. And in uh -huh. the Christian faith, we talk about the forgiveness of sins being centering around the sacrificial death of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And in the previous episode, which you'll have to listen to, to hear about all the talk about the theologies of, of, of how God saves us. But here, the forgiveness of sins is a spiritual reality. Hmm. When we have those moments where we realize we've really blown it and we feel that sense of regret or guilt or whatever the feeling it may be for you, in that moment of repent, repentance, which we'll get into more in the next episode, but I'll just say in our Christian understanding, repentance involves uh, changing our minds or turning back to God's ways. So in those moments when we repent and say, I'm sorry, God, I've really blown it here. It is the Holy Spirit that works in us and breathes in new life and forgiveness. And some of us, I hope all of us at a time, have an opportunity to feel that God's, that forgiveness of sins within us, that mm -hmm. lightening of the load, that we may have blown it, but it, by God's love and mercy and grace, we start again. And so God's Holy Spirit works in us to lighten that load, to, to renew us and heal us inside so that the next time we're faced with that temptation or that situation, we can respond more fully in how we hope to respond with love and kindness or integrity or mercy or truth. It strikes me that this is another act of reminding us, of, uh, an act of the spirit of reminding us of the, the deeper truths of our connection to God. We, we, you talked about repentance and sometimes turning back, maybe turning back to the path. If right. we're, we're off the path, we're, we're maybe feeling disconnected or separate. And this, this spiritual action of, uh, of forgiveness reminds us mm -hmm. that we, we're not apart from God. Um, that's, this is so active, so dynamic, not static. It, it, it is. And it applies to today. I mean, these, you could think this covenant is just talking about, oh, something that happened, you know, decades ago, or this is about old things, but this is present every day. And, and really, when you look at this bidding about the Holy Spirit, I think what you hear over and over, which is what you're pointing to is the Holy Spirit is the reconvener, the, the mm. gatherer the connector, the Holy Spirit connects us, heals us, redeems us, is, 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 re is renewing all that we are by the mm -hmm. power of the Holy Spirit. Because it says here, after forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and life everlasting. 
that Holy Spirit isn't just present or passive. The Holy Spirit is actively moving in us to regather us, heal us, and send us out as restored persons. Mm. Those of you who may be tuning in may be wondering, well, what does this have to do if I believe in something different? I think we all know that feeling that inside of us, there's a person we feel we were created to be, but Mm -hmm. we haven't quite become that person yet. We're Mm -hmm. in process. We're learning, you know, kind of growing as a being. And that, that very place is, I think, what we're talking about here with the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit sort of holding up an image saying, you know, this is the direction we're working on these things, but you have a sense of that call within you to be Mm -hmm. this kind of person or that kind of person, that who Mm -hmm. you are has been placed there and is really a little bit beyond you. It's not like you are, I mean, we try to talk about ownership over ourselves, which is very important as differentiated people, but there's always an element as, uh, as humans where we're a little bit beyond ourselves, where we're connected mm-hmm. to something larger than our own self-interest or our own needs, that we are breathing in air that has been breathed out by all of creation. And we breathe out air that then is breathed in by all of creation. This connect Breathing, that respiration, we're back to right. spirit. That's exactly it. God's spiration, God's breathing into life. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think especially those of us who've been had the honor and the privilege uh, when someone uh, dies to be present at the time mm-hmm. of death, uh, that that breathing is so profound because the person will just breathe in and breathe out. And then there's quietness and there's no mm-hmm. more aspiration. There's no more breathing. It's just quietness. And that is such a holy liminal touch point of Mm -hmm. all of life. And the same can be true said conversely with a baby being born that just before their first breath is taken, there's a poignant moment of anticipation that, that breathing in and the the coming to life in this, uh, this realm. And this passage about, do you believe in God, the Holy spirit is saying, do you believe in this life that we can physically see is breathing around us, that we feel within us is calling us, that we understand in our very core of our being is bigger than we are and more Mm -hmm. connected to the universe than Mm -hmm. we realize. Mm -hmm. That's good stuff. That's, oh man, it is pretty, it is good stuff. And so what a I, what a humbling thing, though. You know, we you've talked about Bishop how the, these first three biddings: Do you believe in God the Father? Do you believe in Jesus Christ? Do you believe in God the Holy Spirit? Is about knowing who we're covenanting with, and that 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 this is very elemental, essential, foundational force, the deepest, oldest, most powerful force mm-hmm. is is who we're making this covenant with and is wanting to make this covenant with us. That's right. And, and when you think, you know, the, the scientists will say we are made of star stuff. We are, 
And, yeah. and that is true. And here we really see it, that we are covenanting with the God of all that is, this God of creation, the God of Jesus and the Holy Spirit. We are covenanting with, with the foundational breath of all that lives. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, in some ways it could be a little bit, if you start really thinking about it, it's a bit intimidating. It's yeah. like, you know, it'd be better if I covenanted with you because you're kind of, you know, you're a confine, you're a person. And then, you know, we're kind of talking, you know, here, but when you're right. commenting with the God of all that is and beyond all that is, mm-hmm. um, it is very humbling. It's uh, a kid is standing at night at the shoreline and seeing the stars in the heavens and the oceans rolling by. It's uh, it's profound and huge. And well, it, it makes me think of that song in our hymnal, earth and all stars, you know, That's these right. loud rushing p- planets sing to the Lord a new song. And then it goes through and, you know, classrooms and loud labs, loud boiling test tubes that everything is demonstrating the glory and the movement and the work of mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. Um, and the spirit is that, that the way we experience God bringing all that together. I wish, I wish the people who are listening, you should know that our hands have been doing a lot of making big circles, very expressive hand. That's right. We're making episode. big circles here. And, <laughs> and, and yes, that is absolutely true. And so for our time, you know, I think it really comes from in some of the next biddings we'll get into. So the, so what? So given mm-hmm. that we've covenanted with a God that is, that is all of this. Mm-hmm. So what then do we do? The power to do these things comes out of this covenant. Mm-hmm. It is because we have covenanted with this God of all that we can indeed love our neighbors as ourselves because we now understand that rather than it being some sort of personal act of I'm going to choose to love that person and it's all under my own um, ages or my own power. And so it's therefore, you know, limited. We now realize, no, wait a minute. I'm loving that. I'm I'm giving the love I've received that comes to me in this covenant with God. And so my love is not originating just from my own self-will, but my love is originating from the origins of all time and the origins of all earth. And so when I look at this neighbor that I find super irritating, for instance, just spitballing here, maybe your neighbor isn't so irritating. (laughs) um, and mine mine are not if they happen to listen to this podcast they're they actually is truth be told my neighbors right now are are lovely people but anyway but if you have a neighbor whomever that may be this kind of it changes how we look at one another when we realize that god loves them Mm. with the same eternity and profundity as god Mm -hmm. is loving us and Mm -hmm. so it is it can humble our opinion of ourselves and what it means to be in a relationship when we see that this God of all that is, this God, the creator, God, the son, God, the Holy Spirit, this rejoiner, this, the, the comforter, this regatherer, the resurrection, that we are called and sent out of the power of the person that is God. That'll preach. It'll preach. Well, I thank you all for being part of this podcast. Now, next week we will be talking about uh, the next bidding in the in the in the uh, covenant. Will you continue in the apostles' teaching and fellowship, and the breaking of bread, and then the prayers? We'll talk a bit more about what does that mean in day to day life. So, I'm so glad you're here. 
please come back and let's continue to speak of faith that we may know that God loves us and that we may be people of God alive in this world. Blessings to you in this time and may you go with God. Thanks for joining us. Speaking of Faith with Bishop Dede is a production of the Episcopal Diocese of Central New York. Our theme music is by Fleece Mob, and it's called A Bird in Hand. We use it with permission. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast through your favorite podcasting app so that you can be the first to know when new episodes are available. If you like what you've heard here, please leave us a rating and review. If you don't like what you've heard here, we're sure you're still a wonderful person, but maybe don't leave us a review? Just kidding. We love honest feedback and questions. You can connect with us online between episodes at cnyepiscopal.org backslash podcast and on social media at CNY Episcopal. Blessings to you, friends.